0: Welcome, welcome. This is episode three of Overtime with Dylan Angelo, your weekly sports gambling podcast. Before I jump into the Super Bowl, I just wanted to thank everybody for listening to episode two last week and everybody that reached out. It's always appreciated. So Super Bowl week, Um, if you live under a rock, it's the Bengals and the Rams in beautiful LA, beautiful SoFi Stadium. Um, You know, it's always bittersweet, Super Bowl week, right? Because everybody's so excited and, you know, it's finally here. We're going to get to know who wins it, but then football's over with. You know, for for some of us football psychos, we jump into offseason and we get rolling in free agency and the draft starts. And then, you know, for even more degenerates, we have the Spring Football League this year. Kicks up in uh, April, I believe. Yeah, April I saw. Uh, so that'll be fun that'll be something new to do won't have as much of a break of you know football itself Um, but yeah so so for the Super Bowl man this is a weird matchup it it's even me diving into the numbers and diving into the game and looking at you know what both teams do well what you know they don't I think the matchup is so strange honestly and everybody's gonna focus around the superstars and rightfully so you know Jalen Ramsey Jamar Chase that's probably the matchup everybody's most excited to see at least that's what I've been hearing I'm, I'm pretty excited to see Whitworth against uh, that Hendricks or Hendrickson you know that's going to be a good matchup I think on the edges um, so you know we all know the big names we all know kind of where the Rams superstars are here and and why the Rams got here right Matthew Stafford and all the offseason acquisitions and all that and you know, for the Bengals, some things that I think they do well and what makes them a tough matchup is screen passes on, you know, early downs have been, like, their thing, and they stick with it, too. You know, it's it's like they can't really – when they can't get the run game going with Joe Mixon, they do a good job of getting the screens out late, you know, to the, to the wide receivers on the edges or pulling the running backs. They do a really good job, like, schematically of getting a, some sort of a, a short game, right? So run games or short passes or – you know, stuff like that that's essentially an extension of the run. And, you know, I think that helps Joe Burrow, too, because it helps him get the ball out quick. It puts him in a good position, you know, to make his reads quickly, check to a run if he can, or, you know, throw that little bubble screen. And, I mean, I feel like every week they take one for at least 40 yards for a touchdown, you know, whether it's a running back or a wide receiver or a tight end. You know, I think they do, they do that uh, really well in their offense, and I think that could potentially give – The Rams are are a hard time because, you know, the Rams want to push up the field. They want to get pressure on the quarterback. The best way to, you know, stop a pass rush, a good pass rush, is just throw the ball quickly. Get get it out of there. Don't let them get comfortable in the backfield. Don't let let them make a living. You know, all I've been seeing the past week especially is just highlights of Joe Burrow getting destroyed on, like, every channel. And, like, I just don't want that to happen. I don't want Aaron Donald to kill him this week. I'd like, I'd like for him to survive this week. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know. I think, I think the screen games and, and, you know, the quick pass games, uh, schemes, I think that is going to, you know, be their best, I think, component to winning this game. Um, you know, I'm going to give out my picks after. Um, some other things that I think, too, for the Bengals and, uh, you know, not to take anything away from Joe Burrow. He's fantastic, obviously, and he's been definitely a reason why they're here but if you look back the last three weeks, the defense has won the game. Um, you know, look at the Raiders game. They picked off Derek Carr to end the game. Uh, next, The next week, they pick off Tannehill three times and then the one to end the game. And, you know, last week against the Chiefs, they picked them off. Yeah, it was a heave up late and the offense still had to get down there. But still, the defense essentially has won three games for him. And, and I think, you know, that's not taking anything away from Joe Burrow, but their defense is doing something right now that's given good offenses fits because all three of those offenses are good that they beat. So, I, you know, I think as much as the Rams do things well, I think the steady Eddie approach that Cincinnati comes with is really difficult. I think it's hard, you know, it's hard to just beat something if you can't beat it, right? And they're not going to change it and you can't beat it now you really got to now you really got to kind of dive into how you want to attack something that you know you, you know it's the way I, the way I the way I've heard it talked about essentially is like the defense and the offense it's like you know unstoppable force immovable object type of a thing right so the rams defense again you know what they're going to do you know what they're going to bring the cincinnati defense the same exact thing with less guys but it's, it's just as effective without all the star power. You know, it's, it's pretty cool. So I think that's kind of – that's some of the things I think about Cincinnati and why I think they can win it. All right, so for the Rams, um, you know, obviously I think they can do a lot less and still win this game. I think a lot has to go right for Cincinnati to win this game. Um, you know, I fully believe, like I was just saying about Cincinnati, I think, you know, they have to put pressure on Stafford to – continue to be elite, right? He's been elite, I think, for the last three weeks. Um, and I think you can't let him get comfortable. You have to put the pressure on him. You know, you have to stay in this game. You can't... I don't think you can afford to get down to the Rams like you did to the Chiefs. I don't think that's going to result the same for you. You know, I know I know Cincinnati's done well in coming back in games. And like I said, their steady Eddie approach really works for them. But I just... I don't know man that defense I don't think you're going to get I don't think you're going to get a big push in the second half against the Rams defense like you did last week against the Chiefs defense. I just don't think it's going to happen. So, you know, f- for the Rams where I like I said I think they can do less and still win, I think Matthew Stafford has to stay elite. I'm not saying he can be, you know, I don't I don't think he can be bad and win this game. I think since he's you, you, they're going to get their best shot, 100 like 1000%. You know, I think I don't think this is going to be a game where we're going to see Joe Burrow get nervous. I don't think we're going to see any of the guys get nervous on Cincinnati side. And, you know, you might see a little over-excitement for the Rams, be, I think mainly just because it's a home game, you know, essentially for them. But yes, they're the away team, but obviously it's in SoFi. Um, you know, and I just I – think, I think that they could come out – the Rams could come out flying. So I think, you know, last week, right, the Chiefs came out flying. They jumped on the Bengals, but the Bengals just fought back. This week, I think – you know, the, the Bengals have to throw a punch back. You can't be down 21 and then go get your first touchdown of the game. You know, you, you have to you have to p- approach it, you know, every drive, I think, is, is where they break it down, right? So, if you win almost every drive, I think Cincinnati's going to be in the game the whole game, and that's when they're the most dangerous. You know, I, they have that field goal kicker, man, that McPherson kid. I mean, he's just, he's, money inside 45 you could say 50 but I mean you know that's a weapon in your back pocket so you got to put up points you know we, we we know that we've we've seen that and I think for the Rams defense if they can't get more pressure on Burrow than we've seen you know other teams I think they're in trouble you know if we've seen it when when Burrow gets comfortable he's gonna hurt you you know so last week you know I thought Personally, I thought the Chiefs defensive line was going to do way more. Chris Jones was kind of the only one really doing a little, and it wasn't much. You know, I think having Aaron Donald and Von Miller, you know, that's, I don't know, that's just, that's constant pressure all day. So I think if the Rams get home a few times, get them uncomfortable, that's where you're going to see the Rams start to settle into their game plan. And offensively, you know, the Rams haven't ran the ball well. And I've seen Cam Akers is banged up. Um, he's not feeling great. I think it's still his shoulder. I I don't know if he's going to be full game or not, but regardless, they haven't been able to run the ball. So it's funny, too, because typically, for as much play action passing as the Rams do, you're supposed to be able to run well (laughs) to have an effective play action, you know, passing game. And they don't run well, but yet they still carve you with play action. And, you know, another thing that I think is interesting to watch in this game that's been successful for the Rams is Odell early on early downs right so we've seen Matthew Stafford hit Odell on like a big 10 yard out route or a big 15 yard pass down the sidelines on first or second down a lot these last few games and we've also seen under routes to under and over routes. so they'll send Cooper Cup down the middle of the field and then drag Odell underneath right across the middle Hit him on the run. He goes there. You go. There's twenty something yards, and it's it's early. It's it's happening on first and second down. Yeah, they're picking it up on later downs too. But I I think schematically there's they're getting chunk plays earlier, and I think we're gonna see that continue because when we have seen that, that's when the Rams have been successful early, right? They didn't. They, they haven't gotten down in any of these games. They've been successful right from the first quarter in every game they played so far in this postseason, and I think that if they do that and they do their, you know, their consistent game plan and it works out the way they want, I think it could be an easy win. Honestly, I do. I, it's great that the Bengals are here. It's, it's a good, I think it's a, like I said, it's a fun, interesting, weird matchup, but if, let's be honest, if the Rams play their game, they, they'd win this game. It's, I mean, I think it's crazy, the lines, and again, I'm going to talk about my picks in a, in a couple minutes here, but you know, the lines hasn't, it, it hasn't moved. The under actually went down or the over went down, a half a point and the Rams I believe went up or even and on some sports books for the spread and that's kind of interesting to me I thought the Rams were going to get hammered I thought the over was going to get hammered and I definitely thought the line was going to move more so as I uh, say weekly all of our daily picks are posted on our Twitter account um, which is at overtime with DA now I've been on a pretty good run um, I had a 7-0 and Sunday um, I only lost I think Three games total on Saturday. Hit, I think, eight or nine games on Saturday. Um, the records right now are looking good. NHL, we're 19, 10, and 2. College basketball, I'm 14, and 7. NBA, I'm 8, and 3. And then in the NFL playoffs, I'm 11, and 4. Um, you know, hockey, like I said, that's my main thing. It's going to get going. It's funny because I was talking to a buddy of mine, and I'm doing well in basketball, and he sent me a little stat that. The favorites in NBA since February 5th are 28-1 straight up and 26-2-1 against the spread. The favorites are absolutely slaughtering right now. And that's, I think, looking back at it, I've bet almost every favorite in the NBA. So that's probably why I'm doing well here. But um, yeah, it's been fun. It's been a good ride. Um, You know, college basketball is, I think, more enjoyable to watch, as I think most people would agree. It's just more competitive. Um, So that's been fun. You know, that fills the time on Saturdays. And now we got the second half of hockey kicking off. Um, I do. I gave it out, I think, episode one. I might have. If not, I do like the Florida Panthers to win the Stanley Cup. Um, I got that at plus, I think, 800 at the time when I played it. I'm not sure what it is off the top of my head. Um, I think they're a really good value. I like Carolina Hurricanes as well. I think they're a good value Um, in Minnesota Wild. Those are kind of my three. But I I like Florida the most to win the Cup. Um, So that's where I went with my future. So for the Super Bowl prop bets, um, those are all going to be posted on the Twitter account. Um, I'm going to give out my Super Bowl picks right now. But for, like, you know, the touchdown props, um, we're going to do the coin toss. I'm going to do halves. We're going to do the color of the Gatorade. We're gonna just throw everything out there, have some fun. Um, there's one that I like to do too. It's hard to find on a lot of sports books. You, I think if you're in New York, you probably can't get it on Fanduel. Um, speaking of which, not to go on another tangent, but New York doesn't allow you to bet on the Pro Bowl on Fanduel or any of their like other sites. So I had to use my offshore one. That makes no sense. Why? Why can't we bet on the Pro Bowl in New York? I. I can't for the life of me think of an actual explanation. I get why you can't bet on college New York teams because they don't want kids betting on themselves. They don't want coaches betting, throwing games. I get that all, that whole aspect. That's fine. The Pro Bowl, you, how? How do you miss out on that money? I don't understand. It makes no sense. So that that was beyond stupid. But, hey, I still bet it. We still hit it. It was still fun. So, like I said, all the prop bets, everything, the touchdowns, um, Couple, I'll throw out a couple that I like right now. I don't know the odds on these. Um, I am going to take Odell as a ladder bet. So when I say a ladder bet, I'm going to hit um, his catches, his receiving yards, and I'm going to take him to take a touchdown. Um, and as for Cooper Cup, I'm going to do his re- catches. I'm going to give him 10. I think he, I think he's going to catch 10 passes. I don't know what his line is at, but I think 10 is going to be a good number, maybe plus a few bucks here. I think that that could round out. Again, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head. These are just um, some ones I was looking at early. Um, So for my bets for the Super Bowl, I'm taking the Rams money line. I'm taking over 48 and a half and I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals plus four. The way I looked at it is I've been killed by the Bengals betting against them. So I'm going to have them. I think the Rams win the game. I'm going to try to middle it, and which means I'm going to try to hit every aspect that I can get. Um, I am going to play the Bengals plus four in a, in a few parlays. I think I'm going to move some things around, um, you know, with other sports that day. But my three big bets are going to be Rams money line over 48 and a half, and Cincinnati plus four for the Super Bowl. So some bets that have been working well for me um, that I am going to just keep putting out there. Um, NHL regulation only bets. So regulation only means it can't go to overtime. Uh, they have to win after the third period. If it goes to overtime, you lose. Um, those have been really well. Uh, money lines are um, – I always stick with money lines. Those are good bets. I am going to get back into the overs. I think I'm just taking a step away from them right now just because of, you know, the way things have been going. I, I love over 5.5. I love playing it, but it just hasn't been good to me. So I'm going to just kind of s- just stay away from that for a little bit here. Um, but as for NHL, I am 8-2 and two in my last 10. Um, So that's been going really well. Um, For college basketball, first half bets have been going really well for me too. Um, So I'm going to stick with those and Moneyline. Um, Those are going to be kind of my bets going forward for college basketball. And NBA is just, it's a crapshoot. I just pretty much take favorites that I think are going to win and cover. Um, I, I don't trust underdogs. I know Just, I don't know why, they just always, I never, I can never get an underdog to cover in the NBA. They always, they always screw me. So um, that's just kind of where we're at and what I'm going to keep putting out there. Um, Again, that's daily picks, uh, everything as far as your nightly matchups for NHL, NBA, NCA basketball, all that right now, you can get at, get it at, at overtime with DA. Um, And I appreciate everybody that reaches out on Twitter, that checks everything out. You know, as always, it's, it's greatly appreciated.